and welcome back to the Black and White Podcast, where we seek to filter the gray world around us through God's Word with radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. I'm Denise Pass, and I am with my friend and co-host Angela Donatio, the world traveler. Girl, you've been gone, and I missed you. (laughs) I am so happy to be back home, Denise. It's great to be back with you today. Well, we are so grateful. Y'all are getting tired of my voice. I know it. (laughs) Well, I love the topic for this month. This culture, this world is so stressful. And so we are often in desperate need of self-care. Now, I know some of y'all are saying, oh, mercy, self-care, fluff, fluff. Hang in there because God really does have a place for self-care. And we're going to find out about that. You know, uh, God is good, and He's kind, and He has made occasions for us to rest. That's so true. And you know, Denise, there's this kind of nagging judgment that I've even dealt with that can make us to feel guilty almost for focusing on self and taking care of ourselves. But God introduced the concept of rest and recharging at the very beginning when He created the world. Yes, He did. And self-care is biblical. We need rest in order to rejuvenate and be prepared to serve. In fact, resting enables us to accomplish more. The scripture for today's episode is taken from Mark 6, 31 and 32. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. This series is truly what my soul needs, Angela. I'm not known for rest, and I don't think you are either. (laughs) But I'm learning to take reprieves and to be intentional to rest. You know, my husband has told me even like on Sundays, I'm saying after church, we're just going to come and we're going to maybe take a nap, which is like unheard of for me, (laughs) and really be intentional about it. And humility, I know I need to rest, recognizing our need puts us into position to go to God for strength and restoration. That's so good, Denise. And honoring our limitations is wisdom, not weakness. I remember thinking for many years that to rest or just pause and do nothing and refresh my spirit and my mind and my body, it felt unproductive. Mm -hmm. And so I fought against it. And God really retrained me that that is productivity will be greater. And that in and of itself is productive to rest and allow your body to to restore the way God intended it to be. That's so true. Sometimes um, I guess I can have a driving personality, (laughs) I've been told. And I get um, so excited about a project. And so I will just, I can just keep going and going. But you do find you're not as productive, you know, unless you just maybe take a little break and come back to it. Our deepest self-care need, though, I think is spiritual. Our souls need spiritual food just like our flesh needs physical food. And yet we can neglect this need much to our detriment. That's true. We are body, we're mind, and we're spirit. So it's so important that we feed our souls and keep our hearts spiritually healthy. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go more than a couple of days without (laughs) eating But why do we do that to our spirit? And we become spiritually anemic, spiritually weak, and that's not how God designed us. He wants our souls to be healthy. I think it's because we don't really recognize the hunger pains, Mm. you know, and we should stay hungry. We should be in that place where we're, ooh, I, I need God. 
mm. right now, you know, but we often just kind of try to fill that with other things. That's really good. It's kind of like junk food, you know, <laughs> it's like, I need something. No, that's the wrong thing. Well, in this episode, I hope to share, or we hope to share some insights into what can help us get the soul care we need. But we will also provide some freebies and downloads to equip you and encourage you to get rest for your souls. So first and foremost, I know y'all know where I'm going with this, Mm -hmm. is a Bible reading plan. Carve out space for yourself. Make an appointment to just simply get into His Word. Invest in a journal or download the journal we included in this episode and make yourself take the time to pause. Be still and wait on the Lord. This is so hard. I know, as Angela was saying earlier, just it's hard for me to be still. But God has taught me, whether it was times when I was sick, and it's like, okay, I'm going to be still now. But there's something about the Bible reading plan, and you don't have to be perfect in it. It's just, it makes you sit. It's this habit that you form, and it is such a blessing to do it. I agree. I think there's so much benefit from discipline and just deciding, okay, I'm going to be faithful about this, just like we get up and brush our teeth and we get up and eat. And our Bible reading plan should just be that much a part of our daily lives. It shouldn't be Mm -hmm. something we have to um, try and carve in, which is unfortunate that's the case. If we can make it a part of our daily routine and, and one of the things I learned, I, I remember earlier on in my um, walk with the Lord, I thought I needed to spend, you know, so much time reading multiple chapters. I'm going to get, you know, 16 chapters read today or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, more power to you if you have the time to do that. But to me, that's like eating an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's a smorgasbord. Mm. And it, then there's just so much there. It was just overwhelming. And the enemy uses those feelings of overwhelm. And then we end up just kind of stopping altogether because mm. it's not maintainable. Right. So we could do something that's sustainable, maintainable. And what what I switched to was doing just a couple of verses a day and chewing on those verses and really applying them, looking at different ways you know, to, to say them, different ways to, to meditate on them. And prioritizing that devotional time, that really revolutionized my approach to reading scripture. That is really good. And, you know, the depth that you get Mm -hmm. from doing that and researching, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I love uh, BibleStudyTools.com or Mm -hmm. different websites. Mm -hmm. And you can just take one verse and suddenly, wow, you just got so much more insight into it. And I think a lot of times we just don't see our need. You know, going back to that hunger, the reason why we don't fit it into our day is we don't see our need of it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it is going to look different for everybody. You know, for you, it might be two verses. For me, it might be a Bible reading plan and then something else. Or for someone else, it might be, you know, 16 <laughs> chapters. <laughs> it's not about comparing and it's not about a checklist. It's mm-hmm. just about being present and, and seeing our need of God. You know, another thing that I know is soul care for you and I, Angela, is worshiping. Mm. Both of us being worship leaders, of course, but worship is needed by us all. Do you have anything that helps you to deepen soul care during times of worship, Angela? I think listening is important, Denise. You know, I think sometimes even worship, we're engaging, we're singing, we're doing, we're reading, we're... So it's important to stop. If I'm having a conversation with someone, I don't want to do 99% of the talking and communicating. So I was even thinking, as you were saying that about prayer, you know, prayer is another important soul need. And whether it's prayer or worship, 
that needs to be a give and take in communication. So I'm I'm giving gratitude to the Lord. I'm honoring him. I'm thanking him. Mm-hmm. But I'm then also listening for what it is that he's saying to my heart so that I can be as responsive to his heart, that I can stay in the center of his will. I mean, if Jesus needed time to pray, how much more do we need time to pray? Mm-hmm. He needed to hear what his father had to say. So we feel like it's so valuable for you, you know, that are listening today. We're providing a link to a video to guide you to create your own prayer journal or war room binder. I have a prayer journal. Again, that was another area I felt overwhelmed. I would sit down to pray and I tried to pray for everything known under the sun (laughs) in one day. You know, I'm going to get it all covered today. And I thought this is ridiculous and it's not realistic. My father actually helped me um, look at the prayer plan he had put together Hmm. and that was intentionally choosing different prayer emphasis every day, whether it was all of your extended family and family one day. The next day was, you know, my church staff and church congregation members that I work with. It was, you know, the church government and, I mean, the national government and world leaders and missionaries I work with. So if you can divide things up, then your prayer Mm. journal doesn't become so daunting and it's not frenetic. And then it's also give room for creativity, what the Lord puts on your heart to pray that day. If you if you listen, he will drop something in your spirit and he can actually help you be so much more productive in your day if you've taken time first to hear what he wants to say for the day and then get your marching orders and your plan for the day. Oh, that's so good. Do you think we could get that prayer plan? Yeah, I was actually thinking as you were saying that, I'm like, I need to get that out for you. I'm just kind of doing it off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, it's been very, very helpful. Again, you don't want to feel legalistic and, and like, oh my goodness, I missed a day. That's, yeah. that's not God's heart either. But the disciplines that we're talking about give you a great structure and a foundation. So you're not just plopping yourself down in a chair and saying, hmm, what do I need to read today? Mm. And flipping your Bible randomly open. That's great if you just <laughs> don't have roulette. any other chores, Bible roulette. <laughs> but like, if you can be intentional, like this past year, I've been reading chronologically through the Bible. That was my first time doing that. So take different approaches. You will just get more out of it. And that's our goal is to help you get the most you can out of your time to, to, to really take care of your soul. So good. And you guys, this episode, we're going to have chock full of resources for you. So we're not just telling you things, we're equipping you as well. You know, when we were talking about worship earlier too, I had just come across this verse a few days ago out of Psalm 66, verse 17. It says, for I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke And a lot of times in leading worship, there can be this distraction, you know, how is the audience responding? Are they engaged in worship? And really, as we're speaking, whatever we're doing, as we cry out to God, and that's really all about this relationship and this self-care is we need to see our need of Him. But as we do it, we're praising Him. You know, praising Him as we speak. And so we have to remember gratitude in everything Mm -hmm. that we do. That replenishes and restores our soul, gratitude does. So prayer is a lifeline to help us voice what our soul needs and to find what we need in God as we cry out to Him. You know, in all of these spiritual disciplines, studying God's Word, prayer, and worship, we can be distracted by many things, but our souls just need His presence. For me, closing my eyes and focusing on the lyrics helps me to not just go through the motions of singing songs. And similarly, writing down prayers helps me to concentrate. And having a Bible reading plan helps me to stay focused, too. 
And when I'm leading worship, I also read scripture and take notes surrounding the theme of the worship songs, which fills my spirit and helps to ignite a passion in my worship that fills me to overflowing. Because Angela and I both write and record music, we are also providing a free download of a worship song that she's written and I've written Mm -hmm. for you, and I pray that it will minister to you and give you a time of self-care. I was just thinking as you were saying that, Denise, um, it's important when we're trying to really take care of our soul to minimize distractions. You mentioned the word focus a couple times. And I found even when I was sitting trying to have my prayer time and quiet time, my to-do list would run through my head, my what I need to do next, my my just things that are weighing on me. And I would literally start to just have a notepad or a mm. post-it notes, mm-hmm. jot that down and then come back to it. I don't have my phone near me when I'm doing my quiet time and prayer time either just because it's a distraction. So focus on what it is. It's very hard to do two things at one time and give it 100% of your focus. So when we're Mm. really wanting to take care of our soul and spend time with the Lord, just make that your primary focus. So That's so good. And you know, one thing I do too is I have one of those those apps, the reminder app. mm -hmm. And when I'll be seeking the Lord and I get this idea, and let's face it, people, (laughs) ideas come and go. So I'm like, hold on one second. And I'll type it in, but then it's off my brain. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Another thing that provides soul care is fellowship with like-minded believers, you know, just building community with people. We need one another to speak into each other's lives, whether it's Bible studies, small groups, events. Like for me over the summer, I'm just very intentional of trying to meet with women in our church. I'm meeting with three or four women a week. And I'm just really loving that time of communicating and hearing their hearts and hearing what their struggles are and how we can join forces as women and encourage and empower each other Mm -hmm. and let the Holy Spirit empower us to do what God's called us to do. So those things, they enrich our souls. They replenish our souls. When we actually spend time, again, put your phone down, actually (laughs) look at somebody's face in their (laughs) eyes, have a soul-enriching conversation. Seek out soul-enriching friendships. So good. And, you know, it's so important. We should also not neglect the gathering of saints in church. Mm. There's something about going and being present in church all together as a body on a Sunday morning or whether it's a Saturday night service. A lot of times people can kind of neglect that. Mm-hmm. You know, they start to, oh, I'm going to church via the TV or live stream. And I just think you really miss out. I agree. And that's what I just saying about community. It's important that we develop a sense of community in a tribe. You know, mm. people, men and women, if, if you're a man, of course men, women women that would that would gather around us. I need to know that I have a group of women that I could text at a moment's notice and say, hey, today's a rough day or whatever you might be going through. And, and not just in the hard times, but in the good times. You want cheerleaders. You want support teams. You want people who have your back, you want people who don't compete with you, but they really honestly Mm. love you. And, you know, relationships can be messy, but it's so worth it. And that is best accomplished in the context of church. I know we have these other vehicles and I know sometimes that's the only option for some people is, is a, is a live stream or another option, but that should be the exception and not the rule. So good. And I appreciate that you said that because I was realizing that could come across as you know, sinner. <laughs> you watch a live stream. Watch it on TV. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great option for some people. I just don't want you to neglect mm. what scripture tells us not to neglect. You know, we need to gather together. 
Caring for our souls is critical. In Proverbs 4.23, it says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Wow. If we do not take care of our souls, it could impact the rest of our lives. When we are weary or broken, our decisions, our relationships, and everything in our lives can be affected. It's interesting to know that it says to guard our heart above all else. That tells us how important it is to care for our souls. Our thinking can become muddled, and this is why we need to be in God's Word daily. Yes, and unfortunately, our emotions do not stay compartmentalized. <laughs> like you said, they don't They don't behave. They bleed over into every other of our area of our life. So we have to filter our emotions, what our soul is feeling through the Word of God, because our hearts deceive us. The Bible says, mm. you know, the heart is deceitful above all things. So you can't even trust your emotions. You Emotions are indicators, but they're, they're, they have to be filtered through what God's Word says. And we recalibrate our hearts in God's presence. Mm. You know, sometimes we're hurting so badly that we just need to seek counsel. Mm. And this is not defeat. It is victory, really. Once again, having the humility to see our need can change our lives. I think you've said two really critical things, two words, need and neglect. If we understand that we have needs, God meets those needs, people, community meet those needs through church, and not to neglect taking care of our souls. Those two things are so critical. And if you need counseling, don't feel ashamed of that. My husband and I went through a season where we had counseling. In fact, in one of our upcoming episodes, I'll be sharing some insights that we gleaned in that time frame. Mm. So when we're at a point, especially, Denise, where God's Word can't even saturate because our minds are not Mm. even in a good enough place, our souls are not in a good enough place to even receive what the Word is saying, it can't permeate those places that desperately need healing, then we we need to seek counseling and, and understand that the goal is then to get our souls in a healthy enough place that the Word of God can be the medicine it's intended to be for those mm. broken places. You know, Angela, I read somewhere that time is made, not found. Mm. We can always say we don't have enough time. You know, we talk about that permeating and, mm-hmm. you know, well, I don't have time for that. That's one of the big problems we have. Mm-hmm. But to coin the famous phrase, uh, and I guess book by Bill Hybels, too busy not to pray. The enemy of our souls wants to keep us away from the soul care we need. He knows this distraction will weaken us. I think simply being still Finding moments to rest without an agenda, ooh, that's a hard one for me, Mm. (laughs) even if it's only 5 or 15 minutes, can recharge our batteries. That's so great, Denise. And, you know, we just want every single person who's listening today, God loves you and He hardwired Mm. us. He doesn't need to rest, right, Denise? I mean, He's God. He doesn't need rest. But even (laughs) within creation, He rested. He took a day and rested and He said, this is good. So it's critical that we honor the way we were created by our Creator. And inherent in our creation is that we need rest. And when we recharge, even this past week, I went and sat by the little pond that we've built in my backyard. It's tiny, and and it, but it's it's a respite for me. And I sat and recharged. And I was mm. tempted to take out work and take out my phone. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to come out here and recharge for 15 minutes. So we encourage you, take care of your souls. You are so worth it. And you will, 
you will just experience the full abundant life that God has for you. Mm. You really will recharge and, and take care of your soul mm. the way God intended. So good. The raw truth is that caring for our souls is critical and can affect the rest of our lives. The radical grace is God uses soul care to restore us. And the real hope is when we feel spent and weary, soul care can restore us again as we get into God's word. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. (laughs) 